You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hey, welcome to the final episode of Triviality Bloodsport. I am Ken, this is Neil, Matt, and Jeff. We are coming back to you for one more uh, round. It's the final round. And uh, before we go back to our contestants, let's remember who we lost. The Immemorium. Cue Memorium music, please. Thank you to Jody Steele, Kiana Cutney, Marcus Ellis, Austin Keep. Gary Middleton and Aaron Hall. We hardly knew him. Forever in our hearts. Not forgotten. Yes, their their infamy lives on. Not infamy. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's uh, let's toss it over to our host Ryan. Um, He's there uh, with our remaining contestants. So Ryan, take it away. Well, folks, we have boiled down to truly the cream of the crop with Kate and Amy. Kate, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, exhausted, actually. <laughs> you, you've been at this for what? Almost seven weeks in a row? Uh, yes, that was a lot of And we won't take. let you go. <laughs> uh, Trapped in the singular room for seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we want to, of course, thank you so much for coming on and congratulate you on getting to this point. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. It's brutal, but fun. And Amy Paul. Amy, how are you? How are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling pretty excited to have made it this far. So I'm proud of the whole show so far, no matter what happens today. I'm a little nervous because I think I heard you say there's wagering in this part, and that's my least favorite part of trivia. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, you're right, because we are bringing back the 20 questions format from season one. Uh, The idea of which, by the way, credit to Neil for coming up with this uh, format. Thank you. Good job. I just want all the aspersions cast off of myself. Uh, However, (laughs) uh, so we're going to start you off with 10 points. You're going to hear a category. After you hear that, you're going to send me a wager on uh, Facebook Messenger. After that, you'll hear your question. If you get it right, we add your wager in. If you are incorrect, we subtract. If you hit zero, you are done and out. You have no points left to wager, and you lose. Uh, 
that is one way we will end the game. Other than that, it's whoever has the highest score at the end of 20 questions. Now, I am only going to be doing the scoring. I am not here to read the questions today. Uh, we have brought a very special guest in to read your questions today. Special guest, where are you? Where's our special guest? Hey, oh, he's back. It's season one winner, Dustin Resch. Dustin, how are you? Yay. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for taking some time out of your uh, day today to come and uh, participate and hand over the tiara and the scepter. Dustin's reign of terror is over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my advice is to uh, do like what Neil and I did and get a really cool Bloodsport related t-shirt. Nice. There, you <laughs> there you go. There we go. And where, where could you find those, Dustin? Uh, at least mine could be found at that DustinRush.com where oh. I drew that and made the shirt. And was that DustinRush.com? That was DustinRush.com. <laughs> this season and has I had much less plugging. His, but I don't care really much about uh, plugging it either. That's D-U-S-T-I-N-R-E-S-C-H.com. That was magically correct, what you just said. <laughs> Thank you. I was a spelling bee kid. Me too, baby. All right. So, uh, Dustin, I sent you the questions earlier. And I think we're ready to go. Ladies, your first category is going to be over sports. Please send me your wagers at this time. You both currently have 10 points. I expect some 10s on is this one. Is there any I bet. minimum or maximum to bet? You can wager zero to as many as you have. And if uh, listeners and viewers remember last year, uh, it, it almost came down to a wager that Dustin prevailed. It mm -hmm. was a very smart he wager. Made it. Yeah. He, he uh, went full on in one of them. All right, wagers are in. Dustin, please read question one. Okay, question number one. COYS, or C-O-Y-S, an acronym that stands for Come On You Spurs, is a phrase often chanted and used by fans of what team? You have 15 seconds. Do we lock in? Yes. Locked in. Uh, that is time. Kate, what do you have? San Antonio Spurs. And Amy. San Antonio Spurs. Dustin? You want my guess too? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all the good answers in I front do. of you. So. The correct answer is the Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. yeah. That's soccer, soccer for... <laughs> yes. Amy wagered one. She is now down to nine. Kate wagered one. She is also now down to nine. Way to go, Kate. <laughs> We're in this together. Something, right. something about great minds. I don't remember what. Your second category is language. Okay. Oh, I don't know how to send in this thing. Okay. All right. I have both their wagers. Dustin, question number two. Question number two. What two-word French phrase is used to refer to a child that is terrifyingly candid, often saying embarrassing things to parents or other present company? It has been used more often in recent decades to refer to young creative talents like Quentin Tarantino or Alexander McQueen. You have 15 seconds. That is time. Amy, do you have a guess? Child prodigy. And Kate? Uh, femme fatale. <laughs> Dustin? The correct answer is an enfant terrible. Oh. oh I watched that Alexander McQueen documentary. I wonder if it was in there. <laughs> I watched it too. I'm not sure if it is. <laughs> so, Amy wagered two and is down to seven. 
Kate wagered two and is down to seven. <laughs> this is eerie. Kate, what happens if we get if we both get to zero? <laughs> I am going to have a tie break by flying oh. you two out together and making you actually blood sport. We can be reigning <laughs> champions. <laughs> oh, this ain't the fourth season no, of Drag death. Race All Stars. Oh, Don't do that to me. This, is me. this isn't. Is this? Maybe there's like a All sudden right. death reset. They go Category back to number three is fashion. Send me your wagers at this time, please. All right, wagers are in. Dustin. Number three. Typically made from canvas or cotton, what flat shoes are noted for the use of rope made from esparto grass to craft the soles? I'm locked in. Um, should I give an answer then? Yes. Uh, I'm going to guess espadrilles. And Amy? I guessed espadrilles. <laughs> I also guessed espadrilles. It's on what Ryan wrote down for me. The correct answer is espadrilles, yes. Can I guess what Kate wagered? Uh, <laughs> so Amy guessed one and is up to eight. Kate guessed zero. Ooh. And will stay oh, no, Kate, at I seven. almost did that. <laughs> I hate to do it. That's what I get. Ladies, your fourth question is going to be over science. I hope that I get this one right. Uh, number four, name any part oh, of the oh, oh, I'm not wagered yet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Ryan's interjection. <laughs> Ryan's soul tried to escape his body. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to describe that. That scared the hell out of me. <laughs> it, it was meant to, apparently. <laughs> okay. Number four. Name any part of the human body that makes up the integumentary system. Uh, locked in. How did I know that was going to happen? Integumentary? <laughs> I-N-T-E-G-U-M-E-N-T-A-R-Y. What does that even sound like? Did I get the emphasis right? You did. You, I typed it out, and you <laughs> nailed it. I All right, that's time. Amy, what's your guess? I said the stomach. And Kate? I said the skin. Uh, your correct answers are hair, nails, skin. Well done. So Amy was incorrect. Amy guessed, uh, or guessed, Amy put a wager of one, so she is down to seven. Kate was correct. She wagered five. She's up to 12. Nice. Big swing. I'm getting crazy here after seven weeks. <laughs> You'd think they'd feed you guys once in a while, right? <laughs> right. Not in the budget. Dude, last time, last season we recorded this, y'all were eating full ass meals in front of everybody in that room. <laughs> I forgot about that. Were, not the contestants. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Um, so. Kate and Amy, fifth questions over movies. Please send me your wagers. I have wagers. Dustin? Number five. Two-time Oscar winner Olivia de Havilland celebrated her 103rd birthday on July 1st this year, which extends her reign as the longest-lived and only current living cast member of what iconic film? Cammy King Conlon, who was four at the time of shooting, died in 2010. You have 15 seconds. Oh, I've heard that name. Uh, I'll just take a, a guess. Uh, Gone with the Wind. 
My guess is also Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I also have Gone with the Wind. <laughs> wow. That is correct. I only hope so, that 70 years from now, someone will be having this conversation about the first couple seasons of Bloodsport, like how there's so many of us still alive. <laughs> food and sleep deprived for weeks at a time in the, in the basement. All right. So both contestants answered correctly. Amy bet one and is up to eight. Kate wagered one and is up to... Da, 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 da. 13. Sorry, you had, you're at 12, so you're at 13. Um, contestants, your next category is geography. Send me your wagers, please. Wagers are in, Dustin. Number six. Formerly called Portuguese Congo, Cabinda is an exclave and province of what African nation, even though the skinny southwestern arm of the Democratic Republic of the Congo cuts it off from the rest of the country? Don't you have any hard ones, Brian? Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read it one more time? Formerly called Portuguese Congo, Cabinda is an exclave and province of what African nation, even though the skinny southwestern arm of the Democratic Republic of the Congo cuts it off from the rest of the country? You have 10 seconds. I'm locked in. I will guess Angola. I said Botswana. The correct answer is Angola. Whoa, I thought I'd lost my points there. Amy got it correct and wagered three. She's up to 11. Kate wagered one. She is down to 12. Close game. Nice. Your next category is food and drink. How many questions are we through, by the way? This is number seven. All right. Nice. Almost halfway. Wagers are in, Dustin. Number seven. The world's first blonde lager was introduced to the world in 1842 in a city that is today the Czech Republic where it is still produced. What is the two-word name of this beer? What? Yeah, so I, uh, I've forgotten in there. So it should be the world's first blonde lager was introduced to the world in 1842 in a city that is today in the Czech Republic where it is still produced. What is the two-word name of this beer? You have 10 seconds. For a name of a beer. Yes, two-word name of a beer produced in the Czech Republic. Blonde lager. What year? Uh, 1842 is when it was first introduced. That is time. Amy, do you have a guess? Vice Bud. (laughs) (laughs) And Kate? I said Stella Artois. Stella Artois is Belgian. Dustin, what's the correct answer? The correct answer is Pilsner Urquell from the Czech city of Pilsen. Mm. The beer that has you asking, did you do that? (laughs) 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 Well, when he was fancy, his name was Stefan Urquell. Both contestants were incorrect. Uh, Amy had 11. She wagered two. She's down to nine. Kate had 12. She wagered three. She's down to nine. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Your next category is video games. Send me your wagers, please. Guessing some big wagers here would be my Oh, I'm thinking everything. (laughs) Wagers are in. I'm putting nine on it. (laughs) Uh, Dustin? Number eight. 
always made of four different blocks. What is the name given to the various shapes in the game Tetris? Locked in. Quad blocks. <laughs> okay. Uh, tetrad. Ooh, so close. The correct answer is a tetromino. Ooh. Oh, that makes right, sense. On the right track there. But... Both contestants were incorrect. Both contestants wagered zero. Yep. Sort of saw that coming. How did I know that? <laughs> uh, category number nine is going to be over television. Send me your wagers, please. Uh, wagers are received. Go ahead, Dustin. Number nine, Josh and Max Wright, Amabella Klein, Ziggy Chapman, Abigail Carson, Chloe McKenzie, and Sky Clarkson are the children of the main characters on what popular currently airing drama series? Locked in. I'll say this is us. Uh, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies is correct. Wow. Good one. Amabella. Laura Dern is a goddess. Amy was incorrect. She wagered one. She is down to eight. Kate was correct. She wagered two. She's up to 11. Nice. little separation. Number 10 is going to be a history question. Yeah. Okay. So both uh, contestants have sent their wagers in. Over to you, Dustin. Number 10. Aung San Suu Kyi was the 1991 recipient of the Nobel Peace Prize for her nonviolent struggle for democracy and human rights in what country? In recent years, protesters have asked the prize be revoked because of her complicity in the genocide of the country's Rohingya Muslims. 15 seconds. Have a guess. Uh, I said Myanmar or Burma. I also said Myanmar. Are there extra points for saying both of the answers that I have here in front of <laughs> No, but both contestants are correct with Myanmar or Burma. Amy was correct. She wagered two. That moves her up to 10. Kate was correct. She wagered two. That moves her up to 13. <laughs> that is halfway through the game. Question number 11 is going to be over business. Send me your wagers at this time. It's business time. Yeah. Business <laughs> ethics. <laughs> I always look forward to when Ken does that. All right. Uh, Dustin, you're good to read. Number 11. Serving from 1971 to 2001, Republican Delaware Senator William Roth Jr. left his mark on the financial world in a 1989 bill with Republican Senator Bob Packwood of Oregon. The idea didn't come to fruition, though, until the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997. What plan was created by this man? What? Go ahead and read it again, Dustin. Serving from 1971 to 2001, Republican Delaware Senator William Roth Jr. left his mark on the financial world in a 1989 bill with Republican Senator Bob Packwood of Oregon. The idea didn't come to fruition, though, until the taxpayer relief... relief Okay, until the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997, what plan was created by this man? I walked in. Uh, I'll take a guess and say the Roth IRA. I said the IRA. <laughs> For Roth IRA. It is the Roth IRA. Oh. 
<laughs> you are both correct. You both wagered one. Hmm. So Kate is up to 14. Amy is at 11. So we just, it's whoever has the most at the end of 20 questions? Correct. Right? Okay. So we, we could be over 20. We could be any number. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Well, she's got her sights set. Theoretically, you could just keep double <laughs> no. maximizing your score and doubling it every time. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just All have right. to pay the taxes now, though, right, Ryan? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's so um, many punches being traded. It's just whoever has the most teeth left at the end. <laughs> All right. Question number 12 is a classical music question. You know better than to hit in the face, Dustin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Only with the phone book and only where it doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, wagers are in. Number 12. There's a superstition in the classical music world about what number being unlucky, as Beethoven, Dvorak, Bruckner, and Mahler all died after completing symphonies bearing this number. I'm locked in. I'll guess nine. I also guess nine. It is nine. Oh. <laughs> Eight is correct. She wagered two and is up to 16. Amy is also correct. She wagered zero. Ooh. Right. Your next one is going to be over non-classical music. I really wish you had like Howard Cosell here, like just to amplify it. Like, Cosell. can you believe it? Amy Paul wagered zero, <laughs> or, or or Bernie Sanders, whoever yeah. that is. I don't know. Yeah, it started, it started drifting. <laughs> hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Okay, I've got wagers. You're good to go, Dustin. I love this question. Number 13, the Jonas Brothers, Wilson Phillips, Kansas, En Vogue, and Good Charlotte all had songs chart on the Billboard Hot 100 sharing what title? The title that has appeared on the Hot 100 the most times. All different songs with the same titles. I'm locked in. Can you say that again? I can. The Jonas Brothers, Wilson Phillips, Kansas, En Vogue, and Good Charlotte all had songs chart on the Billboard Hot 100 sharing what title that has appeared on the Hot 100 the most times. I'm just drawing a blank. I don't know. I love you. And Amy? I know we just met. Um, I guessed crazy. It's a good guess. It's a good guess, but hold on. The answer is hold on. I just Someday think somebody's going to make me want to turn around and say goodbye. Yeah, there have been, I think, 14 different, different songs called Hold On that have uh, been in the top 100 at any given time. Uh, and then, like, Crazy and Angel are after it. How boring. Was Sam and Dave one of those? That, uh, that good Charlotte one's an early uh, That's Hold On, I'm Coming, so it wouldn't <laughs> oh, count it, technically. Uh, so Amy wagered one and is down to ten. Kate wagered one and is down to fifteen. <laughs> Contestants, your next category is art. Oh. 
All right, I have wagers, Dustin. Number 14. Artist Robert Indiana is best remembered today for creating sculptures of what word which can be found at the Indianapolis Museum of Art, the campus of Wichita State University, the John F. Kennedy Plaza in Philadelphia, the Sculpture Garden of the New Orleans Museum of Art, and at the corner of 6th Avenue and 55th Street in New York, among dozens of other places. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm going to go with love. I said love. We're just there in Philadelphia. Are you sure it's not rage? <laughs> <laughs> I was also Ken. just in Philadelphia and took the obligatory basic selfie under the statue a couple days ago. Love is correct. Always. Amy was correct. She wagered two. She's up to 12. Kate was correct. She wagered three. She's up to 18. Ooh. Ooh, smoked. <laughs> Your next category is mathematics. <laughs> still some time. Still some uh, opportunities for strategic wagering. Yep. Yeah. Some strategery. Exactly. General All right. I have wagers. Number 15. If you take the numbers 1 to 100, spell them out, then rearrange the list alphabetically, what is the only number whose position does not change between the two lists? What? Oh, my God. There were several other potential questions. I was like, got it, got it. Whoa. <laughs> yes, again, if you take the numbers 1 through 100, spell them out with letters, and then rearrange the list alphabetically, what is the only number whose position does not change? I'll give you a little extra time for this one. Thank you. Not enough to spell everything out, but enough to maybe get an idea. Enough to get a moment of silence for all the hours that Ryan spent figuring this out the hard way. Ooh. Michael Cunningham wrote a book about it. I have a guess. Uh, you're locked in? Yeah. I'll say seven. I said 60. The correct answer is a number that I lost a podcast to Ryan based on this number. It's uh, the number 69. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> Ryan, how dare you, sir? I should have known. Uh, game theory. <laughs> to be fair, I lost because I guessed that number and I was wrong. Oh, was that the Jordan jersey number question? Yes, it was. I still uh, don't for Matt, understand. it was add up the numbers of uh, Jordan's uh, Bulls jersey, mm. his Olympic jersey, and the one jersey from the one game he played in Orlando when his jersey was stolen. And it added up to, I think, 50 or 51. Uh, contestants, your next... Oh, score. oh sorry, I apologize. Uh Amy was incorrect. She wagered two. She's down to 10. Kate was incorrect. She wagered three. She's down to 15. Your next category is religion. But I have wagers, Dustin. Okay. This is number 16, yes? Yes. Okay, making sure I was in the right place. Number 16. Some men and boys that practice Orthodox Judaism are known for their payot, payo? Payot, P-A-Y-O-T. Which is a Hebrew word for what? Try to be as specific as you can, though exact translation isn't necessary for points. I'm locked in. Um, I'm going to guess sideburns. Facial hair sideburns. And Amy? I said the curl sideburns. 
Those are both acceptable answers under the list I have. All right. Side locks, side burns, curls on the sides of their heads. As long as you had the the, the hair on the side, you we were good. We know what you're talking about. That's, that's why I was like, you don't need an exact translation. Amy was correct. She wagered one. She's up to 11. Kate was correct. She wagered one. She's up to 16. Your next question, number 17, is literature. I have both wagers. Number 17, a painted house, skipping Christmas, bleachers, playing for pizza, Calico Joe, and Camino Island are six novels written since 1989 outside of its author's typical genre. What is this typical genre? Oh, you want the genre? Correct. What that author is typically known for, because those books are outside what the author typically writes. So the genre, please, yes. Oh, I'm locked in. Um, I will say legal thrillers, because I think it's John Grisham. And Amy? I said John Grisham mystery thrillers. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Very specific okay, genre. Category was. <laughs> legal drama, legal thriller. You had Grisham, so we know what kind you're talking about. So both of you are correct. Amy was correct. She wagered three. She is up to 14. Kate was correct. Also wagering three. She is up to 19. Wow. You need to stop it. <laughs> this is this is just as bad as the tie break we had earlier between Amy and Carrie. <laughs> they would not stop getting the same questions. <laughs> All right. Um, so that takes us now to question 18. This is over the theater. All right. I have wagers. Number 18. Described as a play that applies a modern twist to the issues of race and housing and aspirations for a better life, the 2010 play Clyburn Park by Bruce Norris was written as a spin-off to what play written 51 years earlier? Can you read it one more time? Described as a play that applies a modern twist to the issues of race and housing and aspirations for a better life, the 2010 play Clybourne Park by Bruce Norris was written as a spinoff to what play written 51 years earlier? I'm locked in. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to guess A Raisin in the Sun. That's a good guess. I guessed Fences. Uh, the correct answer is A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. <sighs> Nicely done. All right. So Amy was incorrect. She wagered three. She Ooh. is down to 11. No Hamilton question this time. No kidding. What happened Kate. to the musical theater? Kate <laughs> was correct. She wagered one. She is up to 20. So again, Kate with 20, Amy with 11. We are now at question 19. This one is over. Government. Please send me your wagers. The penultimate question. It is. You're right. Penultimate. Yeah. Such a good word. All right, I have wagers, Dustin. Go ahead. That's the second best word, in fact. <laughs> oh, screw you. <laughs> Number 19. Which is the only one of the 50 United States that is currently split between one Democrat and one Republican in the Senate, with both senators being women? I'm locked in. Um... I'll take a guess and say Massachusetts. And Amy? 
I guess, Maine. The correct answer is Arizona. The Democrat no. is Kirsten Cinema, and the Republican is Martha McSally. All right. Amy was incorrect. She wagered one. She's down to 10. And Kate was incorrect. She wagered two. She is down to 18. Mm. It is 10 to 18 for the final question, which is over comic strips. What? <laughs> you kind of have to bet here a little bit, I would I would assume. <laughs> There's lots of strategery going on. You don't get to you don't get to take your points home with you. Yeah. Go big or go home. This is blood sport. All right. <laughs> your final question, Seriously. Dustin. All right. I, I hope someone will insert a drum roll and fireworks and things, <laughs> but uh, number 20. What orange comic strip cat was created by George Gately in 1973? Yeah, I'm locked in. Oh, I'm locked in. Um, orange comic strip cat. Um, gosh. I think it's Garfield. I'll say uh, Otis. And Amy? I said Heathcliff. The answer is, I'm sorry, the correct answer is Heathcliff. Oh, <gasps> nice job. What are these numbers going to look like, you guys? Oh, oh, man. Kate wagered one. She is down to 17. Amy wagered nine. She is oh. up to 19. Oh. Amy Paul is your blood oh, wow. champion. Thanks Can I that. thank my niece who loves Garfield so I knew it wasn't him because I knew who he was by. <laughs> so I just went with wow. the other orange cat. <laughs> oh my god. On the I'm, I'm so I'm writing down I have all the stats and everything and I wrote Kate in second place and I wrote Heathcliff in first place. <laughs> <laughs> you got too excited shirt, there. Right? Yeah. Man, I love Heathcliff. Oh Fun fact. Probably look. Absolutely. Congratulations uh, Kate and Amy. Uh, wow. Kate, Kate, that was incredible. Good job. <laughs> I I needed to pay closer attention to my wagering, but nice job. Uh, Neil, unfortunately, uh, Kate ran into Chong Lee in a back alley, but I didn't hear what happened beyond that. Uh, <clears throat> well, she ran into Chong Lee in the back alley, uh, and he was not going to uh, hurt her, um, and uh, she decided to do the splits and do the Van Damme move where she punches him, uh, but she unfortunately did the splits and slid down the alley, down a hill, into a ditch, uh, and uh, unfortunately died of hypothermia. <laughs> That's horrible, man. We need Howard Cosell to call. <laughs> yeah, right. she, only, she only has three more breaths left. Sorry. All right, so are we going to bid... Kate Adu. Yes, yes uh, let, let's pull Kate up here on the screen, full screen. Uh, Kate, why don't you tell us about your experience uh, in Bloodsport and feel free to shout out anyone uh, who might have been um, helping you out uh, when you've been locked in this room for so many weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks. I'm, I was super excited when my name was randomly drawn. I just, I don't know what possessed me to randomly watch that video, but that was awesome. Um, I've been listening to you guys, I think, really since the very beginning um, and I, I really enjoy it. I should probably do a shout out to my husband, Chris, who's home with my kids, Colin and Evan, um, and my trivia team, Days and Confused, who, uh, they always bail me out on the comic strip questions. Um, <laughs> and, 
support your local high school quiz bowl team. They don't get much accolade in the competitive arena and they, they deserve it. So uh, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. No problem. Right. Kate, stay on the line. We're going bi- to officially bid you adieu with a one, two, three. Kumite. And thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon. It really means a lot. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Amy, uh, how about you? What was your experience like, and how does it feel uh, with that last question uh, <laughs> winning answer there? It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's funny because before you drew the names, I kept getting uh, telemarketer calls from Chicago, and I, I don't answer them, but I'm like, maybe that's them calling me to tell me they picked my name. <laughs> but then I watched the video two days later, and I had. Um, Kate was amazing, so I'm a little shocked. I was really just trying to keep myself within range so that I could bet it all on the last question and and hopefully know that one question because I hate wagering. So it worked out for me. Thank you, Claire, for uh, loving Garfield. And uh, can I just say hi to my husband, Don, and my kids, Logan and Cooper? Yep, it paid off for you, clearly. Uh, Congratulations on your victory. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much for your listenership and your support as well. Yes, thank you very much. Um, Dustin Resch uh, came back. Thank you so much for hosting that last episode here for us. Uh, as the former champion, you've just passed it to to Amy uh, as the current champion. But uh, any last words from you? Where can people check you out, get your artwork, get the T-shirt that you're wearing, the awesome T-shirt? Uh, I just want to say congratulations. I know exactly what it feels like to come back from behind <laughs> with a stunningly dramatic finish. And it's uh, difficult to do and very stressful. So nice, nice work. It is um, stressful. I was going to hand you over Tiara, but all I have is this bald cap, and if I take it off, my brain will fall out. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, for the 5,000th time on Triviality, I'll plug DustinRush.com. So oh. oh, DustinRush.com? Uh, no, it's actually DustinRush.com. Oh, okay. oh. And, my apologies. Uh, give a shout-out to my wife, Brooke, and my poor dog, Tilly, that's so scared of fireworks and thunder that she's having a really bad time upstairs right now. <laughs> oh. Oh, I hope she does better. <laughs> yeah. And lastly, to the person who makes it all possible, Ryan Clefcorn, Candy Corn Myers. Yes. <laughs> Round of applause. Hey. I d- we don't know how many hey. questions that th- that was, but it was uh, over several hundred, like I'm sure. Yeah. There are so many on there that are still not used, so you have access to the file. Just use them at your own liberty. What's amazing um, I- is he wrote more last night between la- between days of this thing that's so i do it because i love it and the the triviality guys are so sweet to entertain even doing it um so i want to thank them for you know again entertaining the idea making it possible and then to all the listeners that wanted more it's it really it's uh it's very affirming and it warms my my putrid cold little heart that uh, i'm doing something that people like so thank you so much to the listeners to triviality to Dustin, to Kate, and Amy, Jody, Gary, Austin, Aaron, Kiana, and Marcus. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, lastly, again, um, thank you for watching this or listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that really concludes it. Thanks, mm-hmm. guys, for joining us one last time. Ryan, Amy, Kate, Dustin. This is Ken, Neil, Matt, and Jeff, and that was Triviality Blood Sport. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. As a longtime foreign correspondent, 
I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.